guys and welcome to get live podcast i don't know what episode number this is but we have some special guests today introduce yourselves uh, hello everyone my name is scott and i'm the pr and community manager at marvelous europe limited and i am john and i'm the marketing manager at marvelous europe limited okay and people are wondering oh my god they're on today you're going to talk about jet girls no we're not going to talk about jet girls we're going to be talking about story of seasons because i've been playing that game a lot and I'm, i've been addicted to it but before we get on to that and the, the whole point of discussion and everything like that i just want to thank our sponsors crunchyroll japan crate and jlist and before we get on to things i also want to thank a certain person called meko meko if you're listening thank you for the new logos that you did for the podcast and in addition to that big thanks to our boy swen who actually is working on get like podcast merch so those things are going to be coming soon okay so story of seasons i don't know anything about this game i got it, the review copy and i've been playing it ever since but there is a lot of history behind this game and i'm not sure what it is about or anything like care to explain it a bit yeah i mean so the story of seasons franchise also known in japan as bokujo monogatari or uh, ranch story has been going for a really long time the first game came out on the snes and it's had a lot of iterations since friends of mineral town came out on game boy advance in i think 2003 and is generally regarded as sort of one of the most popular popular games in the series and so marvelous have remade the game very faithful to the original but with some quality of life improvements some graphical upgrades it's a good thing that you mentioned the graphical upgrades and, and improvements and things like that because obviously i'm new to this i didn't even know done a little bit of research before and it's all like sprite work because obviously game boy advance right so it's nice to see that these characters are 3d and they're walking around and they're actually doing stuff as opposed to um, i would imagine before it would be a lot more static and very 2d and, what, and whatnot what is the game by the way so just so i know because we we explained that it was gba title etc but what is it because it's a simulation game from what i can tell whatever you can want to be <laughs> tell your own story it's, <laughs> i would say primarily it's a farming game is how i would tend to de describe it i would say farming is really at the core of how like what most people will get from the game there's a lot of townspeople that you befriend and can romance and things like that um so generally speaking i think uh life sim uh farm game is okay. how you would tend to describe it um some people go full-on into role-playing <laughs> so some people would call it an rpg as well um but as a hardcore min-maxing farmer to me it's a farming game okay that's very interesting there have been a lot of farming games that have been released or i would say farming simulators that have been released in this year one of them being animal crossing and i'll be honest with you i'm starting to hate animal crossing and this game came at a good time because as soon as it released i was like you know what i'm a bit annoyed from animal crossing i'm just gonna play this game didn't know anything about it uh, i went into this game blind and at first I hated it. I hated Story of Seasons. <laughs> you know why? Because there's something about it. It's just like not knowing anything about the game. The, the game doesn't really necessarily give you a tutorial until you get to the bit where you want to do something, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's not going to tell me how to raise animals until I buy my first animal. Yeah. But I, it's like, what am I going to do? Like I didn't know anything. I didn't know that you can throw stuff into the lake to, to summon the goddess. I didn't know any of this. <laughs> told me about uh, well i saw the screenshot and then john told me more about that uh, and i was like right first thing i'm doing is chucking some food into that lake i only did that recently i done it like two days ago after the first year had passed in the game and i was like i was starting to get bored i was like so what i'm doing is just 
growing crops, upgrading my house. I didn't even know that I could even properly upgrade. So I was just like doing that. And I was like, is this this game? Is, is the game just growing crops? And I, I was going to drop the game until I had an accident and the controller died for some reason. But then it threw something into the lake. And I was like, oh my God, what the hell? Who's this woman that's just appearing from the lake? And then I, I started to look into a lot of uh, gameplay videos. I know that's kind of ruining it for myself a little bit, but there is so much of the game to discover. So much hidden stuff um, about the game. And it does it does drop hints. So like if you go to the library and you read the books, there's little little hints as to some of the stuff that's hidden throughout the game. Um, but actually a lot of the mechanics, I mean, I will confess, like I played the Game Boy Advance game when it first came out, and I played other 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 games in the franchise. Hmm. But I um I have been using the Game Boy Advance guides in order to figure out how to do stuff. It's very it's a relief that it's a very faithful remake because some of the mechanics, like scraping back my memory from 15 years ago, is a bit is a bit of a struggle to try and remember how certain things work so yeah the guides out there for the Game Boy Advance version very useful are they so they're still applicable for the most part right for, mo for the most part yeah so what what are the new features in the game because we we mentioned that there are some changes that some fans aren't necessarily into but i really want to know what they are because obviously i i don't know what they are yeah i mean a lot of them are things that you wouldn't notice if you've never if you've not played the original because you would consider them fairly standard now um but for example in the in the new version in the switch version you can stack items so you can pick up sort of nine of an item in the game Boy advanced version you couldn't so if you imagine harvesting your crops where you had to have, you know, you were picking all your turnips, you weren't stacking up nine turnips, you were having to go back and forth, back and forth. And it was a very slow process. And if you think how fast the time moves in this game, like a day goes very quickly. And there are a lot of things in the game which just absorbed your time and that, that has been improved a lot in this version um, so that you can do a lot more of the exploring town and trying to find those secret things. Um, a lot of them remained secret in the Game Boy Advance version just simply on the fact that you didn't have time in your day to actually, <laughs> actually figure them out. Um, other ones, we've got some new animals in there. So there are alpacas and angora bunnies. Um, new cow varieties, and the cows are insanely cute. So definitely worth trying to find all the cow varieties. There are others, other things off the top of my head. I can't remember them. The important one is uh, new characters, if I remember correctly. Oh, cool. Yeah, Jennifer and Brandon, two new potential marriage candidates in the mix. Uh, we've got Jennifer, who lives, who is a, a free spirit and lives on the mountain. Brandon, who is a troubled artist, the silent stoic type. Okay, I, d I don't really mind Brandon. I just hate Jennifer. There's something about her. I just don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing I quite like about Jennifer is that she sort of goes around the town muttering about Carter, who is the village priest. And I'm like, there is some sort of like religious animosity undertone there. Like there is some sort of anti-religion sentiment coming from Jennifer. She, bring, she brings about a little bit more of a modern adult theme. She doesn't ever elaborate on what her issues are with Carter, but like it makes you do, it does make you question the religion in the game. Fair enough. I think that it, it just makes sense. Like, as you said, it, it kind of brings it into like the 21st century. I don't know. I haven't really been going to church in that game. I don't have time for church. I don't have time for Jesus, right? It's just, all I'm doing is just, growing crops and that's it and then every wednesday i go to a, a particular person's house i don't know who if you are picking up on who i'm talking about or not scott you wouldn't know because you've played like only an hour of the game <laughs> <Shh>. um, <laughs> silence <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure I, i'm not sure who it is 
but when I when I played, I was pretty much tending to my little farm. I got some chickens, but I would I would do it in not in stages in steps. So I'd spend one day focusing on my farm and then maybe another day exploring the town and then another day on the farm and interchanging between the two. Uh, Jennifer was, I think, probably the second or third character that I uh, met and got like a little cut scene that I think showed a police officer turn up. Yeah. I can't remember what was discussed, but I, I was just like, oh, okay, that's where Jennifer is. And then afterwards, I saw more more about walking around town. The, the character I was talking about was Ellie, by the way, best girl. I've been having arguments online with a couple of people, Nook Gaming and uh, Matthew Sainsbury from digitally downloaded because they're they're ran fans and i'm like no ran is no just no there's something about i don't like ran okay there's something about it but look ellie's the one with the little brother if i remember correctly she is yeah and he's a little shit but you know what <laughs> i don't care he's he's charming like i that's how it is in real life like you know your little brother's a bit annoying and whatever i get that and the grandma is so sweet although i i have to be careful because when I saw this game for the first time, I was shocked when I met the grandma because that's my grandma. She looks exactly like my nan and <laughs> she has the same name. So I don't know what's going on here. They modeled it after my nan or anything like that. I wanted to show it to her, but I don't know. I, maybe next time I go and visit her, I will, I will show it to She her. might pick up the game and go, hmm, this is my kind of game and start playing it. I mean, is it, isn't there a story of a of a, an old lady playing uh, Animal Crossing? for? There is. I think that that old lady was like playing Animal Crossing for years. I don't think my nan would, would play Story of Seasons though. Only, not because of the game, but just because she's not really that tech savvy. If she had to play a game, what game would it be? If she had to play a game? Oh, I have to think about that actually. Um, You know what? I think if she was going to play a game, I think she likes the weird and wonderful stuff. I don't know why. She's She finds it very interesting when you... Oh, I don't know if... I don't know if grandma's going to be listening to this, but I think that she would enjoy a, like a fighting game, something like Dead or Alive or like Tekken. I think she'd be into that, like a 3D fighter. Don't know why, but I think she'd be into that. Get out some of the stress and frustrations of life. Yeah, but I think it's also because she she's a sweet old lady and I think that there's a lot of aggression somewhere. Because <laughs> I don't know how she takes it out, but I, I I would imagine that there would be some aggression. Because what does she do all day? She just cooks. She watches some TV. You know, she talks on the phone. But I don't know what she does. Like she could be. She could be the king of the Iron Fist tournament, and you just have no idea exactly. right now. Exactly. And part of me thinks that that's what she does on the download because I don't see her all the time. So I think that's what she does. If that was a game, that's that's the game that she'll be playing, to be honest with you. Other than that, time management is very important, right? And obviously, I'm guessing anyone that's playing this game is already out, by the way. I forgot to mention that. But time management is very important. Most of my time in the game, like for the first year, because I didn't know anything better, was basically growing the crops, selling them, growing crops, selling them, growing crops, selling them. John, because you play the game a lot more, what is your way of making quick money in the game? Nature sprites. Have you, have you met the nature sprites? I have, and they're so cute. I love them. So they are your key to A, making a ton of money, and B, being able to sort of romance romance the townsfolk, because mm. otherwise you're going to be spending so much time with your turnips, your cucumbers, your cows, your chickens, etc., etc. You're never going to leave your farm. So dedicate a little bit of time every day to go and give some gifts to the uh, nature sprites. Uh, early on, like, you can... Um, just give them sort of honey and grapes that grow on your farm. Mm. Uh, they're pretty appreciative of those and you don't have to pay for them. Once you've got a bit more cash, if you go and buy some flour, uh, yeah. flour is a pretty good good gift 
for them. Uh, it's a cheap thing to buy and you can win them over pretty quickly. The more you win them over, the better they do on your farm. And essentially, they will do your bidding for you and it will free up a lot more time for you. Uh, definitely don't be swayed by the more exciting vegetables that are on offer in spring. So the cucumbers and the potatoes, like not worth your time. Just keep on grinding those turnips as they will make you the most money in spring. And then all of that money you make in spring and put into pineapples in summer, and you are going to be loaded. Hell yeah, pineapples? I didn't even know you can grow pineapples. Jesus Christ. See, there's so many things that I don't know. You know what, what I'm growing at the moment? It's basically turnips and then cucumbers. I don't think they're worth it though. The cucumbers are not that, that good to grow. It's just, I don't know why. Because it just takes so long. And do you think those yeah. spikes would help me grow a bit more? Because I know they harvest and I know they like uh, water the plants, but I don't know. Like, how do I get them up a bit more? Because I've been giving them the flower. I've been playing the games with them, but they they just hate me. There's something about them. They, they just don't want to do anything. They're sleeping all over the farm and I'm like, I have to wake them up. I'm like, hey, get back to work, man. So I, I don't want to be there looking at what they're doing all the time. Yeah, they, they are. Um, it can be quite rude as well. <laughs> like, if, if, if they're not friends with you, they will tell you. Uh, they do not they do not hold back on the insults but yeah you've got to have patience with them in the beginning you know they they do like to slack a little bit you do have to top up their work but you know like all good employers uh just give them a bit of love appreciation i think john's trying to say sorry i thought you're going to be like just like you know some good employers you gotta be harsh on them that's what i thought you were going to say <laughs> but this is the world of story of seasons they could be harsh to you you can't be harsh to them you're a silent You're not giving them anything. Giving them flower? <laughs> what more do they want? Well, what are they going to do with the flower? Why do they like the flower? This is the thing I don't understand. What is what is up with the flower in them? I don't really know what it is with flower. I'm sure there is a big sort of Story of Seasons fan out there, probably in like on the Fogu or, um, or Raj Story blogs. I'm sure they can tell you specifically the lore behind the nature sprites on the flower but i'll be honest i'm not entirely sure what their thing is i mean i mean one of the biggest questions you could probably ask uh or we can discuss about is you know which character design have you gone for what outfits and costumes you're wearing okay we'll go for a little bit of an ad break on our way back uh it will only be like a couple of seconds for us but it'll be like five minutes for you guys enjoy the ads and we'll be back this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Crunchyroll. Go and check them out at getlifepodcast.com forward slash Crunchyroll for a 14-day free trial of Crunchyroll premium service. That means anime without ads, 1080p HD. You can watch it on all your favorite devices, your TVs, your phones, whatever. Even if you want to watch it on your Chromecast, you can as well. That's amazing. Go and check them out. 14-day free trial. You've got the most diverse collection of anime and manga on the internet. So go and check them out. It's a no-brainer, lads. Getlifepodcast.com forward slash Crunchyroll. Thank you, Crunchyroll, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by the lovely people at Japan Crate. Japan Crate offers a unique experience of Japan through monthly crates filled with candy. And who doesn't love candy, right? Japan Crate brings you a delicious selection of snacks every month. You can check it out on our YouTube channel for $35 a month and you can cancel anytime. But I don't know why you would want to. Learn more at getlifepodcast.com forward slash Japan Crate. Remember, use the code GALP for $3 off on new subscriptions. So, getlifepodcast.com forward slash Japan Crate. Use the code GALP for $3 off. And if you want to check out what snacks that you get in the crates, go and check out our YouTube channels. Links will be in the description. So, go and check them out. Thank you, Japan Crate, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Okay, we are back with John 
And Scott, Scott's not really doing anything this episode. He's just here for moral support. And I like that, Scott. I really do appreciate that. I'm just chilling in the background playing on my Switch. What are you playing, Scott? Uh, Story of Seasons. Yeah, it better be Story of Seasons. Because <laughs> if you're playing any other game, then that's not on brand. Okay. It's, it's, it's totally not Neptunia. I didn't get a review copy for that game, and I'm pretty upset by that. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, anyway, Story of Seasons. Woo. I just want to know something. How do I stop my animals from dying? Because they, they seem to be dying. Dying? Yeah. What are you dying. doing? I, I didn't realize things could die. I didn't know that they could die either, but they're, one minute they're on my uh, farm, the next minute they're gone, and they're not there. Like my cows specifically. I feed them. Actually, no, I don't feed them. What I do is that I put the... <laughs> I plant grass... And then I ring the yeah. bell. They should, in theory, be eating from that grass, but the, the grass is not eaten. And then my dude is gone. I don't know what his name is anymore, but my my cow is gone. I don't know what the hell is happening. I don't know if it's a glitch or something, but I lost my cows and my chickens, they're gone. And the old man took away my horse, so I don't know how to get a horse again. If that's like my only chance, and I'm gone. Uh, well, I was going to say that for the chickens, I plant uh, chicken feed on the floor. So you buy buy some from the shop, and then you put it in that container towards the back of the uh, chicken hut. And then I take them out and put them on the floor. And then the next day they're gone because they've been eaten. Fair enough. But don't you just ring the bell? You're you're um, you're raising those chickens. You're, you're basically battery farming your chickens. You're leaving them in the coop. That's not good. Come out from time to time. I ring the chicken. I ring the bell outside, and they come outside. But usually I just leave them inside. You've mentioned before, uh, John, that there is uh, the bunnies, right? Yes. What What is the purpose of them? I really do not understand what the purpose of the bunnies are. So you can um, you can harvest their wool, a bit like sheep. Yeah, but what what and... they do? <laughs> like I, I genuinely don't know what they do. Like they look weird, and you can't eat them. You can't use them in cooking or anything like that. It's like what what can you use them for? Like sheep? Like you shear them? And that's it. Like yeah. What can I do with the wool? Um, well, in the real world, uh, they're used for making jumpers primarily, I believe. But in the uh, game, we're not talking about the real world, John. In the game, I think you sell the wool for other people to make jumpers over in, I don't know, Forget-Me-Not Valley or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they've... I don't think... Being a faithful remake, um, I don't think they've quite put in any sort of hardcore Angora Bunny wool jumper makers in the game, um, sadly. Unless Jennifer's got a hobby that we don't know about yet, that is possible. Um, but I do agree with you. I do think the Angora bunnies are a little bit terrifying, particularly when you've shorn them and you've got like this pink blob with a scary grin. It is. It's, it is really scary. It's. It's. They look like babies at that point. Like, like oversized babies. They're just shaved. Or oh, you know what? Actually, no. That's not a good analogy. You know those creepy cats, the ones that are hairless. Yeah. They look like that. And it <laughs> I don't like where this is going because John has similar cats. <laughs> oh, you ha you have a cat like that? It, well, they they do have might have hair, uh, okay. but they are related to Siamese, so they do uh, they are a little bit creepy looking. But I am the first to admit they're a bit creepy looking. They do look a little bit alien esque. We've... Like I don't I don't mind them because it, it kind of reminds me of um what do you call it <sighs> from Dragon Ball? Fearless. That's it. Can can, we, can I just go on a tangent here? Yes, you can. Where when John first showed us his cats in the office, which I believe are called Frank and Carrot, if correct me if I'm wrong. Correct. I said that looks like Beerus from Dragon Ball Super. John, the production manager, decided to Photoshop uh, Beerus' outfit and colours onto John's cat and then yeah. sent it around to us. I just want to also go on this tangent. Those cats, don't they need like more maintenance or something? Like, are they? Because they look scary. But do, don't you have to <laughs> put like clothes on them, right? Because don't they get cold? I. Uh... See, my cats, because they're the hairy kind, 
Um, we don't have to. I do really meanly put them in a Christmas jumper once a year for three minutes before they kick up, kick off of too much of a fuss. But yeah, I think they do require a bit more maintenance. What kind of cats are they? Like, what was the ones that you have specifically? Mine are Oriental Shorthairs. Okay, let me just watch. I just want to see what they look like. For people that are listening, go and search these up because they, they look quite interesting. Oh, okay. Look, they don't look that bad. You know, they remind they remind me of the, um, the ones that the Egyptians used to worship. Yes. And also they remind me a little bit of Baby Yoda. Not quite <laughs> as cool as Baby Yoda, but they've got a Baby Yoda air to them. Well, because the ears, right? The ears. I guess not quite as cute as Baby Yoda. Probably a bit more dobby than Baby Yoda. But, you know. And, 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 and another tangent here, but the, what, the first time I saw one of John's cats, I think it was a photo of one of the cats laying on his face. <laughs> it happens often. <laughs> I don't know why I'm searching cats now. I'm just, I've gone down this rabbit hole. It's the internet. There is no end, there's an endless supply of cat pictures. They just get cuter along you scroll. Yeah, my, my only conversation with uh, John on the WhatsApp is cat cat gifts. Whenever I'm feeling down, Scott will send me cat gifts or uh, one that he's particularly good at finding is dog videos on Facebook. It's great having someone like a community manager <laughs> as a friend because he spends all day on social media. He has the best cat gift game. It's a shame I can't use them all on our own social feeds like, but yeah. Cats are related to the game. You can get cats in the game if I'm not mistaken. That is true. Yeah. Your own cats. Maybe maybe we should turn Frank and Carrot into uh, marvelous cat stars. There you go. You can get them as your mascots. Yeah. Companies do that all the time. You should tell your boss that. He's not going to say no to that. I think somebody moaned because they were posting too many cat cat gifts and coffee pictures. Or the the world's come to an end if you don't like cat gifts or videos. Or... You're bringing joy into someone's day. You know, sometimes when I see those like dog or cat gifts or like tigers on my Twitter feed, I get happy. I think it's quite nice. You know, if if you're one of those people that are just you have nothing better to do than to complain. There are people that are complaining about other stuff like games that are not getting released and this and that. But you're complaining about oh you're posting a cat gift. Uh, like oh, I can't. That's blowing my mind right now. But back onto the point. I didn't know that you can get animals in the game and until a certain man visited my town van what is what is van about by the way because i didn't quite understand what he like you get like whiskey sent to you every once in a while but i don't know so he's a bit of a complicated character is van so on the game boy oh i might be i might be getting this wrong you're gonna get hate mail from all of the uh all of the franchise fans out there if i get this wrong um but on the game boy advance version i believe he visited your town when you connected it to the game gamecube version using the the link adapter thing and i think that unlocked van who would come as like a traveling set to your town and obviously you know you can't plug your switch into a gamecube no matter how much <laughs> you might like to try um so he has been added in like, as, a, as a proper character into the game this time but he he does have slightly complicated unlock requirements to actually get pets like i find pets a little bit hard hard to get um it's definitely something that threw me when i was trying to figure out sort of how to like playing the game for age ratings and all the stuff you have to do as a publisher uh before you can release a game like pets through me for the longest time and because that is one aspect that has changed from the original the game Boy advanced guides were no help does the japanese dev team not send you what to do or they they just give you the game and say figure it out basically is is that one if they told us what to do it'd be boring we wouldn't have an excuse to spend our days playing video games as a games publisher like if you have to submit it to like the peggy system and whatever like they're gonna need to know these things and you can't it's 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 many many hours spent um <laughs> John was just saying that it, we, we do get access at times to what's known as debug builds that allow you to basically see things without doing all the work involved. 
Okay. So things that are quite tedious or, or long-winded, we can just jump in and check those things to make sure that they work. But most situations, we just kind of play through the entirety of the game to find everything that is relevant to then, you know, put down in a, uh, a notebook or whatever to, you know, send to the age rating bodies. One thing I wanted to know about Van is that the bottles, right, that you get in those raffles or whatever, and you give it to him, it's, it's basically whiskey. But what I've noticed, when you give it to him, he, he wants to sell you something for like a million. What is that? Like, if you can say it, I might bleep it out, but if you can just tell me what it is, just because no one has been talking about it online. I'm, I'm not actually sure. <laughs> See, because I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to get con. I don't actually know. Because I'm, I'm worried about that because I'm going to I'm gonna do a separate save. Once I get a million saved up, I'm going to do a separate save. And I'm going to see what it is. And if I don't like it, I'm going to revert to the old save. Because I have a feeling he's going to con me out of money. And I don't want that. Especially if I'm saving up a million. I'm literally Googling this now. <laughs> Dang. I mean, I, I can't say anything because I, 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 I don't know either. You've only but, played an yeah. hour of the game, Scott. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's kind of the downside of working from home because obviously we've all been working from home since the uh, start of March. You know, we, there's only limited um, dev consoles that we have access to and those have gone to the two, three production team members that need to use them to, you know, do everything. So because of that, we haven't really been able to like do the usual process of sitting down, playing through the game, sharing information, sharing notes. So especially for Story of Seasons, which is a game that has a lot of secrets um, behind, you know, walls or dialogue that you don't immediately notice. Yeah. So it's okay. like other titles, it's very easy for us to uh, play through, share information, you know, because what you see is what you get, apart from things like Trails of Cold Steel or Yeast, Memories of Salsetta. But Story of Seasons is a little bit more complicated than that with just how much goes off in the background that you do not immediately see. Okay, you know what? You 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 redeemed yourself there, Scott. I was going to go all in on you and just tear you to pieces, but you've redeemed yourself there. I, what I was going to say is because it kind of reminded me of the recording that I did with Nathan yesterday. By the way, hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Oh, John's joining in as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we've got we've to keep this going. You have to. We have to because it just pisses off Nathan. Anyway, so I was doing the recording with Nathan yesterday, and to be honest with you, I do not know anything about fairy tale. I haven't. Oh, even, you should have invited me. If you want to join, you can join tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is but <laughs> if it's about fairy tale me and nathan can just talk about it all day i mean i don't have the game or i've not played it but this should have it's because you know you'll buy it scott anyway there's no point in giving you a copy because you are such a fan that you would just drop the money anyway i i, I mean just we're going off on a tangent again but uh when we me and john uh did egx and mcm uh nathan was on stage for fairy tale on the playstation booth and i was just like hi john i'm going to watch fairy tale did you find what you were searching for john i'm currently looking it up now See, you can't find that information. You can't find Maybe it. you should be the first one to do it, and then you can make like a whole mini episode around this mini. adventure, this journey of sacrificing your uh, million. One no, I'm, million? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sacrifice a million for this van. Well, look, I, I don't care about it. Like, to be honest with you, there's a lot of um, tutorials online, and these guys are like insane with the game. They've got like 10 save files, and they're just going through showing doing all these videos with all these different save files and, and everything like that. One thing that I found out is that there's a way to make a lot of money really quickly with with Van's favorite, basically that whiskey that you get. Yeah. You sell it to the dude on the beach. But I haven't figured yeah. out how to do that. Like I can't, every time I go to Huang, I can't I can't figure out how to sell him stuff. Do I have to like romance him for him to, to sell me stuff? Cause I don't mind doing that. I mean- I think you just have to be friend him but how do i see this is the thing like how do i befriend these people like i've noticed that 
okay, you go and you interact with them. But there's a lot to learn in this game, figuring out when their days off are yeah. or where they are at this particular time. Oh, it's the days off thing throws me every time. You're like, finally, I'm going to go upgrade one of my tools and you go along and it's a holiday. Or then you actually finally remember the days correctly. You get your tool upgrade and then you go to pick it up and it's a holiday and you're two days without your watering can. Screws everything up. Can, can I just add something as well that made me laugh out loud in the in the office when this was being done? Was when John was recording some footage for the trailer, the first trailer that we went out with. And uh, he was trying to do some romance options for some of the different characters. And he was like, right, I've got all the requirements set. This is going to be amazing. I'm going to go and do it ghost it shop it's closed there was just a big massive ah in the background <laughs> i spent i spent hours hours romance it was karen i was romancing i spent hours getting her up to the requirements getting everything i needed was going to declare my love to her made my way there built up the courage and then the shop was closed and uh i couldn't couldn't tell her how much i loved her crushed he completely forgot what day he was on yeah I will say Karen is an under, underloved character. Really? I feel like there should be more Karen stands out there. You know why I think that is? It's just because of the connotation. That's true. Not the best idea, Karen. Exactly. But that's why I like Ellie. Ellie is just like so sweet. She seems like the kind of character that if I had like an issue, she would probably help me out. Maybe let me cry on her shoulder. Like, I, I don't know why. She's like the only one that I feel is nice. The rest of them I feel that could be bitches, right? I, I don't know why. Definitely a lot of sass going on. The girls definitely like they have they have quite a lot of a lot of personality, you know, they're definitely not always going to oblige. The boys though, truly grumpy. They're all a bit emo. Hi. Like definitely <laughs> emo boys are in. One that I keep seeing that people mention on social is that they want to romance either the doctor or Grey. Oh the doctor, you can you can romance a doctor. You can. This wasn't necessarily in the, the GBA version, right? The fact that you can have same sex romances in this game and also marriage, right? So that is a big thing. I'm very happy that's there. But I didn't know about the doctor. He looks a bit creepy and I don't trust him. That's why I never go to him. I don't know what he'll do. He just he seems like the kind of doctor that you go in to get like to get some stitches and he takes out a kidney. That I don't know why. He just seems like kind of crazy. He's like, that's just what's going on in my head. So I don't go to him. I, I have to make sure that I'm Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. Yes, exactly. Dr. Nick. He, he reminds me of that. We're going to go off from another ad break and then we'll come back. And I want to talk about certain upgrades in the game because there's a lot of stuff in there. And if we can, we can talk about other stuff. We'll get back onto that in a moment. So we will see you on the other side. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the wonderful people at JList. JList brings you the latest anime and otaku goods from Japan directly. Well, that's anime, manga, cosplay, import game, visual novels. JList has got you covered. Learn more at getlifepodcast.com forward slash JList. And remember to use our link and the code GALP for 5% off on all purchases on JList. That's including pre-orders. Remember, getlifepodcast.com forward slash JList. Thank you very much, JList for sponsoring this episode of the podcast hello this is just a reminder for you guys to check out our discord page if you go to getlifepodcast.com forward slash discord join our discord page join in on all the discussions that we're going to be having whether it's in our gaming channel our anime channel go check us out there hopefully in the future we'll be doing our giveaways all podcast giveaways will be done via discord as well so make sure you join in on the fun in addition to that make sure you follow us on twitter at get Life podcast if you like what you see here follow us on twitter we'll be posting new episodes videos announcements things like that on Twitter as well. So be sure to check out our Twitter page if you want to be notified of all those kind of stuff. Anyway, back onto the episode. 
Okay, we are back. It hasn't even been like a second for the ad break. <laughs> but either way, we're back on the ad break. Whatever. Blah. I mean, that was the best ad break ever. I know, right? I don't know what ad that was. I'm guessing it was like a Jada stat. But either way, we're back on the ad break from on the other side of the ad break, that is. And I want to talk about the... Oh, I can't even remember now. Shit. Shit. What was it? New changes, new features, new implementations. What I want to talk about is the fact that there is a lot of stuff to do in this game. And I'm going to compare it to Animal Crossing. I know it's not necessarily fair because they're not necessarily the same game. But what, what annoyed me about Animal Crossing was that after a couple of months, there was nothing to do because they're, they're really slow in implementing those updates. And by the time they've added all these new things, it just goes slowly just because everything's done in real time. What I like about this game is that because you have such quick days you can get through you know a year in a couple of days in real time right so that's what i like about that but what i also like is that there's goals in this game not necessarily anything set in stone but you know for you to get married you need to have the big bed or add a bathroom to your house or you can in increase the size of your house you can add a kitchen that kind of stuff every time i do these things i know there's a lot more like for example i added the kitchen and i'm like oh okay the first two recipes i have is soba noodles and uh sashimi but it said you needed fish and I didn't know how to fish kind of leads you on a little bit and it tells you uh, you need to get fish so you need to learn how to fish and I didn't know that you can get the fishing rod so then it's, do you see what I mean so that encourages the players to actually explore and to talk to the characters because there were so many people like Zach I don't I didn't really speak to him or I didn't even go to the beach until I figured out oh okay I'll speak to Zach at the beach maybe visit Huang a little bit and then he gave me a fishing rod I was like oh okay great and there's so many other things like I don't know if this will be spawning the game a little bit but when you hit winter the ice freezes over and you can go to that mine and that's how i've been making a lot of money recently i've just been going to that mine going on the first level just whacking some rocks selling it go back whack some rocks out go back i've been making like 50k a day it's 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 pretty decent that way but there's so many things that are going on like you said these secrets i don't want to be like can tell us all the secrets that you know because that would spoil the game for some people but what has been your favorite secret that's been uncovered so far one of the things that a lot of people are masters of which i am not i am i this is not my area of expertise at all is mining so like you mentioned the winter mine um which is like you know as soon as winter starts and you see that your farm is completely barren like you suddenly have a Oh no, I filled up my, all my days with timing, with uh, farming. What am I going to do with my time now? But actually, you know, there's there's loads of stuff you can still do in the game. And actually that mine is one way which you sort of top up your income while, while you're waiting for the seasons to change. But I think um, mining itself, like there's a lot of strategies that people have for being able to go deeper in the mine, like ways in which you preserve stamina. So like the black grass gives you more stamina. You need to stack up certain amounts of grass to be able to reach down further levels, certain levels which drops certain items and the RNG changes based on how you tackle the levels and stuff. And there are people that really work through this stuff to get the numbers sorted and really understand it. Like I, I, I like to whack a few rocks, fall down a few holes and pray that I'll find something valuable. But some people really, really know how to um, exploit the systems. Um, I say exploit, it's not really exploit exploitation. If it was, they would have fixed it, like fixed it from the Game Boy Advance version. It is a feature um, for those who are really in depth into these kinds of mechanics. There's lots of things that you just don't know will happen so like certain people if you befriend them will trigger certain events uh, if you happen to stumble across two people in the same place at the same time it will trigger an event a conversation that you just had no idea was going to happen so you'll just walk into a zone and then suddenly a cutscene will start and be like whoa I, I was just 
just on my way to meet the nature sprites and all of a sudden this cutscene is happening and you get to know the characters a little bit more. I think that's a lot of the charm that keeps people coming coming back. That and the ridiculous time, the speed at which the game goes, it means you always go, oh, just one more day, just one more day, just one more day. It's 1 a.m. in the morning in the real world. You're like, oh, I can probably squeeze in one more day. Um, that definitely Animal Crossing doesn't have, particularly when you're a couple of months into Animal Crossing and you're just sort of grinding recipes or whatever. Uh, this definitely has an addictive edge to it in the gameplay loop. That is true. And, and to be honest with you, you're mentioning the mines. I kind of get pissed off a little bit with the mines because every time you leave, it resets it. So it's like, oh, how the hell do I know where, where the ladder is going to? But I did know that the more that you give to the goddess, right? She kind of gives you access to like an elevator. That's what I've heard. I'm not sure if that's true. You know, full confession like i also didn't know this was true until the uh, reviews for the game came out and so i was like and they've added an elevator into the bite i was like what what how <laughs> i had totally missed this new feature it was only when i was reading reviews that i realized it was in there um, <laughs> which shows how much is hidden in this game like i've played that game for many many hours and i believed i'd seen it all but i definitely hadn't would you say that this is better than the game boy advance because you've played both of them i haven't had any experience with it and i i thoroughly enjoy this game but i haven't played the original would you say is there a reason for you to go back to the original game or is this enough for you for me personally like this the switch version has everything the game boy advance version offers pretty much but you know with the quality of life improvements of being able to stack items and like being able to romance same gender those kinds of things to me edge out the game boy advance version so i would have no reason to go back i recognize though that you know it's nostalgia for a lot of people that was their first game in the franchise and you know it hold, holds a lot of nostalgia so you know even when you get remasters or remakes of any game there's like you know we've all played Final Fantasy VII Remake, but that's not to say we're never going to go back and play the old PS1 classic. Um, so I think there's still value for the old one, but because it is such a faithful remake, like it does, it has everything the original has, um, plus more, so. And, and finally, I think this might be a question for Scott. I'm not sure if he'll know the answer to it or not, but it seems like it came out of pretty out of the blue. Like it, it just, I don't know. Like I, before obviously doing this recording and even getting the review code, I didn't know that this game existed. But at the same time, I was like, well, why did Marvelous now decide okay let's do a, a full remake of this game as opposed to just like a, a regular remaster well both both me and john can answer the question but it, i guess it's more fun fun from my side <laughs> as like a potential newcomer so i knew of the story seasons franchise before friends of mineral town because marvelous have been doing story seasons games otherwise known as Bakujo Monogatari in Japan for a long time and I I was aware of um, those games existing you know in the west and in uh, Japan as well but it was more from the fact that Marvelous developed and published story seasons on Nintendo 3DS so those titles were published by Nintendo in Europe exceed in north america and they were story seasons and trio of towns and i became familiar with those titles because we were getting uh, customer reports on those titles about issues that had been encountered and things like that so i had to become aware of the franchise from that perspective but then when marvelous japan announced that they were developing a remake of friends of Middletown, the 
decision was for when it was coming to the West for us to be a publisher in Europe because back when Story Seasons on Nintendo 3DS was being published we weren't at, you know as big as we were then because I, I think our company only founded in 2012 whereas those games were 2013 14 something like that and they had that contract in place with Nintendo to publish in Europe as well as do uh, eFig English French German Italian Spanish localization said so I think that's a good place to end this episode I want to thank the wonderful people at Marvelous Europe uh, in addition to that I want to thank our sponsors Crunchyroll uh, JList Japan Crate guys go and join our discord because there's a lot of cool stuff that happens on there there's a lot of giveaways stuff that's happening soon as well as just some really nice banter you know you can also say hello to Nathan because he's on there hi Nathan hi Nathan be sure to check out the episodes we should also be doing another episode fingers crossed for another exceed slash marvelous title but we'll we'll get that into that in the future yeah hope you guys enjoyed this episode enjoy the enjoy the show hope you enjoyed the show i'll give the the show floor to you guys just so you can say what you need to say <laughs> go buy the game enjoy your new farm life <laughs> I, I was going to say story seasons friends of mineral town is available now for the nintendo switch and the windows pc via steam oh uh, it's on so... pc yes oh my god i didn't even know that okay go purchase the game go enjoy uh your new life in mineral town and uh make lots of new friends and uh you know have a, have a great life have a great life i think that's what we all need to do now especially with corona but anyway see you guys <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.